I need to remind you guys about my Patreon. If you head over to patreon.com forward slash FI guide, you can find the FIG Patreon where subscribers pay a monthly fee for early access, private and premium content, as well as access to the FIG Discord. £3, £5, £8 and £12 tiers, all with a 15% discount if you go for the yearly options and a load of people are enjoying it. Over 90 members so far and growing every week. Head over to patreon.com forward slash FI guide for more info. Here's the legal stuff from Football Index. FI is a gambling product available to customers in certain territories aged 18 or over. The content of this podcast has not been approved by Football Index, but they do listen to the show to keep me on my toes. Please remember to only gamble what you can afford to lose. BeGambleAware.org. And when the fun stops, stop. a very very special episode it's the half century and i've been told there is a special celebration in cricket where you raise your bat to the crowd as you walk on over is that correct panda i thought we were done with this honestly i always Woo! forget hello fig yeah happy 50th panda happy 50th mate yeah no you raise your bat so i'm raising it as we speak to the uh to the the members pavilion uh, across there at the cricket ground we're playing at um a nod of the nod of my helmet lid and yet yeah, we're, we're here so how many have i missed in 50 weeks you've missed three okay so who's it been it's been it, fbi we've had dunwell and lb okay three three decent replacements actually you know what matt Showpony was absolutely fuming at that he was like how can i in good conscience give this man a 50th a half century meme when he's not been here for three of the episodes yeah, but that's like saying, how can you be paid a whole year's salary when you've been off sick for like 11 days? I mean, you're allowed to self-certify, aren't you, for any illness under five days, according to UK HR laws? I think. <laughs> it's as uh, if you knew this was coming. And you, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you it's dug not off if, your old dossier. Yeah, and you get 28 days vacation. And to be fair, the one uh, after Christmas was a vacation. Week. It was a vacation. I'm yeah. on Australian time zone and, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm coming out of that after the, the Brisbane test tonight. But um, yeah, I'm, I was allowed a vacation week. So I don't agree with Matt. And that's, you know, it's one of many things he's uh, frustrated me with over the last few months. And just hope we don't go down a south, uh, an, uh, an unsavoury <laughs> path together, to be honest. Yeah, we meet up like in the old Voxel Astra in the car park <laughs> and uh, have it out like roadmen. That's what they're called, aren't they? What's yeah. That, is it roadman? Because a roadman, yeah, it's someone who's like a. It's not bin man. No, it's not no. bin man. No, it's like uh, what is it? Like a poor form of a gangster. It's kind of like someone who, yeah, who thinks they're a bit of a gangster. Maybe someone, you know, someone who might mug someone every now and then. Spends and that, a lot of time a... on on you know the quote unquote the roads. And that's a roadman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I saw a clip today on TikTok, and it was a roadman versus a gangster, and it was a clip from a film where uh, the gangster pulls out a gun. And I was just like, mm, road man. And I just, yeah, yeah, because a gangster, you could also say is like a, you know, like a proper Al Pacino type, you know, a yes. proper mobster. But then there's yes. mobster as well. So it's like a, I don't know, it's hard. Mm, I've know. got a two who's an expert in um, gangsters and, and mafia and that type of thing. It's the wolf. 
Is he? Um, and he's <laughs> he actually need to uh, actually get his rep back on the show, doesn't no, he? No, do you know what? I, I felt bad. He, he's look. The good news is for those uh, concerned, he has recovered from COVID. Um, but the bad news is he felt like he was slandered last week, and he's really happy. does he listen? Yeah. Uh, he does, yeah. And he says anything. I've got. He says anything released on the pod were pockets of conversation taken completely out of context. They weren't anything he bet on or predicted, just thoughts. Uh, and to be fair to him, there is a, li- a, a long, long list of items which he predicts far better than I do. And mm. he is the council. You know, he, he's got ear, the ear of the king. What's, you know, he, like what's, he, 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 what's he good at predicting? What are his main... Everything. He's got sports. a knack of really being very intuitive. So, like, for example, he told me that... Um, uh, Fury would knock out Wilder because obviously he went to the Crunk, uh, the Crunk gym, uh, changed trainer before it. Essentially, Brexit, he had a huge odds that was going to happen. Trump to become president, football IQ. So he really hates football journalists and fake scouts and fake football Twitter accounts yeah. like I do. Um, yeah. You know, like for example, a good, really good example of that figure right, today, Sammy Sammy Lee in the Athletic was yeah. saying. Uh, Phil Foden, this is elite management. The fact that he's been managed his minutes and he's now mm. ready to mature on Springboard. I could find you an article from nine months ago where the same journalist is saying he needs to move on now to save his career. <laughs> to stop playing him. Like everything is so hindsight based, you know? Like no yeah. one is coming out ahead and of And it's it. also quite extremist, isn't it? It's, it's like. Oh, completely. But I guess you it's have either to like, sell papers. Yeah, um, yeah. But, it, but that's like uh, people just see things in black and white. It's like either he has to go or he has to stay and play. And there's no, there's no in between and there's no outcome in which the in between is good or bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly right. And it's, it's why I've got a lot of love, I guess, understandably, for gamblers because you're putting your money. Or, you know, you put in a resource that you have um, into an opinion on something. Mm. You, you can't ask for more than that, really. Um, I feel for him. He's great, didn't he? Well, he's, he's just an absolute star, isn't top he? Top Absolute star. And he's a top scorer for them, isn't he now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the highest scoring Englishman since early... Is it something crazy, like, since early 20... Or late 2019 in the yeah. league? Yeah. Or yeah. in domestic competition. I mean, it's, it's yeah. going to be yeah. crazy, isn't it? Because... I tell you what, he's going to have a few decisions to make, isn't he? Um, Who, Pep or Southgate? Foden? Oh, well, Southgate. Southgate. Because yeah, yeah. you've got Greenish Foden playing really, really well. Have you seen the um, the you've data got... going around? The, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. The data analytics on I think passes and dribbles into the box. I think it's that on the Y and X axis. Anyway, Grealish is just head and shoulders above anyone yeah. in the Premier League, above Dr. De Bruyne. And that's for like, like, like Grealish is just having a standout. You mustn't forget yeah. him. So you're right. Grealish, but, but, but Grealish Foden. Foden. You've got yeah. John Stones who's playing really, really well again. Yeah, Stones has had a, a, a resurgence. You've got Trent who's not had a good season. Reese James who's been good, but then also mm. bad and then injured. So I do think that there is going to be some interesting movements in the England squad this uh, this coming summer. Yeah, and you might I... have the Calvert-Lewin versus Kane replacement if uh, Kane gets injured. <laughs> well you've also got Saka playing really well you've got um... oh come on Saka's not going to be anywhere near that team is he well he might not start he's probably going to make the squad though isn't he do you think he'll go yeah I mean you've got a guy uh, the... who can play yeah. right wing left wing left wing back left back at a, at a pretty good level I don't yeah really know what I guess thinking. as left back you would it's just that we're quite stacked in the wing forward positions if you yeah. think that's where Grealish Rashford Sancho Sterling play yeah 
I, I would take him as a if we're going to play three at the like back, an auxiliary of, left hundred percent wing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and Spurs recent. I don't know why I'm Declan Rice Spurs. playing really well as well. Like oh, he's just calling for his suit, head in yeah. England, but he's uh, yeah, had a fantastic yeah, yeah. season. People that I'm afraid are obsessed with radars had a look at his numbers and didn't really see it there, and nor did I. But it doesn't account for progression. Like he's really maturing, and I noticed his passing range picking up at the back end of last season. Um, you know, he was a weak point, I thought, for, uh, for England at, uh, uh, oh, in the prior tournaments. I think mm. I'm about the right. But no, he, he's playing a lot better. Mm. So here we go. And this is a phone-in tonight. Oh, dear. There's no Kieran Tierney tonight in my fantasy team. Fuck, you know. Who bothers playing fantasy when there's no money on the line? Maitland-Niles at left. I knew something weird was going to happen like that. Fucking mm. Arteta's done me in. <laughs> oh, he's been our most creative player this season. Anyway, well, should, we get, should we get some calls in? Yep, let's see who's around. Right. Hello. Hello. Who have we got on the Good line? Good evening. Sorry? Who have we got on the line? Oh, Ben Q. Oh, hello, mate. How are you? Very well, thanks. What about yourself or yourselves? Yourselves. Yeah, we are. I am not alone. I'm who, who's, ben, who's, ben, who's Ben Q? Who is Ben Q? Just some randomer. Oh, fine. The way you said that, I thought to myself, like, you know, as if we've been talking all day. And we just kind of... <laughs> Sorry, no, um, I wasn't expecting because there were two people in the queue ahead of me. So I thought that um, it would take a bit longer. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah. Reminds me a bit of when I called into TalkSport about Alvaro, Alvaro Morata and how crappy he was. Um, <laughs> i tell you what, you're impressing me already because... Was this when he was at Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah, same as me. There was a lot of analytics people in the, in the world yeah. saying, wow, he's got great goals to minutes. Um my one of my um, rivals, Ted Knutson, I think, was all over him <laughs> the signing, and I was always sure that I never saw it in his eyes. I never saw that dog inside of him. You know that 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 kind of guy that you could hang your club on and lead you to a title. Mm. So he's disappointed. Yeah, he reminded me a lot of Fernando Torres, and actually, it's, Timo Werner reminds me a bit of Torres as well. Just that, shot for confidence. I'm going to make a note of this. Ben Q, potential <laughs> football savant. Um, you have charmed me tonight. Uh, you're not on social media, are you? You don't want to chat? Yeah, I am. Of this? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you send me a DM and say, oh, I'm the football savant. Well, I'll, you don't I'll, look uh... at DMs. No, that, I do eventually. I've actually come around today. I had a phone call with um, an account called, I'm sure you won't mind, LL, who I promised a phone call for for like weeks. Well, actually, you'll see my account because it has a blue tick. So just look out for that. Oh, wow. Blue? Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, <laughs> this guy so that's what you get when you're a journalist anyway do you want me to get to the question yeah yeah, yeah get, get, to, get, get to the point i've got two questions the first question was a few weeks ago i asked about basically um uh why adam cole you know why he was moved to chairman and mike to ceo mm. and the mm. response that panda gave was basically that they needed a full guy um for everything that went wrong mm. and i was just interested in that response because i mean it seems like as I certainly wasn't calling for his head. I didn't see other people calling for his head. Um, and, you know, to be honest, Mike is a younger guy and he'd been, he was there when all the big decisions were made. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, I just like to, you know, basically get your thoughts on why you thought like he was a full guy for what went wrong. And the other question I was going to ask, and I, I did write to you a few weeks of, a few weeks ago, Fig, about this, but um, basically, I mean, I don't know whether you've invited them or not, but is it difficult to get them on your podcast? Because when, or someone from FI on your podcast, because the best trader communication that they give is on the podcast. 
not through these announcements. But I get the feeling because things are going badly, they might be hiding away a bit. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll answer the second one first. I have had yeah. chats with FI about them returning to the show. Um, they've been received positively. I've been kind of told that they do want to get out there. But I do think there probably is something to it, Ben, where uh, it's easier to uh, get publicity or be in the public eye when you are when things are going well, and that's kind of understandable. That happens. Uh, that happens a lot um, in, in all sorts of companies, you know. Like, uh, and on the fall guy side of things, I think from a corporate level or from a board standpoint, when you see something bad has happened to your company and you want to address it so it doesn't happen again, whether it's symbolic or not, um, I think it kind of had to happen to some extent. But I mean, Adam Cole was the founder of the company and the sure. CEO, from what I understand. Sure, but, so, but I mean, Adam's he also... He's never... No, not necessarily. Do you, do, you uh, think, it, do you think, Ben, that this... Uh, well, both of you. I wonder if this was always a potential plan. With Adam's age and with yeah. the responsibility well, that comes with I remember you saying he was 70, which I couldn't believe because he looks very good for that age. And <laughs> he he's does, quite yeah. old to be setting up a gambling company, you know, at 70. Well, and remember, he's, yeah. he's also, yeah. the other thing about Adam is um, he's obviously been a very successful entrepreneur in his, in, his in his previous endeavors as well. But he's never scaled a company from 50 or 100 people to 1,000, right? He's never exactly. ever handled, he's never ever been in the CEO seat of a company this but big. neither and is Mike. Neither, neither is Mike. And I don't know how old Mike is. Mike's probably late About 40s, 30. 40s, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, to some extent with Adam, is there the, the notion of you can't teach a, an old dog new tricks or something like that? I don't know. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's, I, I I'd like to get, uh, this question would be really good sent to like LB or um, Dunwell who actually are at that level and the decisions made around, you know, CEO and upper board level. Um, the only point I made a few weeks ago on the podcast was that it just felt like the, co the communications from Adam over the last six to nine months had become almost a laughing stock in the community. Um, and it was, I think I used the like reference, like when a football manager loses the dressing room or when like Pardew, um, danced at the FA cup final, like it just reminded me like not a figure of fun, but trust in the brand and in Adam's words had started to drop off. Um, and that 13th of July, um, piece of comms was floating all around social media with all the kind of, what um, with the fake announcement? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you called it. Yeah, I mean, one um, of the things yeah, about so that... Yeah, so I just thought it might be, have to be a cosmetic, uh, you know, change to kind of... Yeah, say, look, it might be cosmetic, but... Washing the, yourselves the of those errors. Mm. The Go fake on. announcement was interesting because I didn't feel that anyone actually picked up on the fact that, like, a month later when they did the proper increase, they said, you know... Oh, no, sorry, not the fake... Not, not, sorry, Ben, not the fake announcement. The announcement where it was a letter and he said multiple liquidity... Um, providers will be in place by the new the FCA. season. NASDAQ will be oh, in place okay. by October. The one where it was littered and people annotated it and added in like question marks and that Pinocchio face. That one I'm talking I, about. I, yeah. I, think, I think the one that mentioned the FCA as well was, was, was bad. Yeah, that was dodgy. I think yeah. that was really bad. I didn't, but that was more of a comms piece. I don't know. But yeah, I get... No, I get but like, I look, like forward, but. you've got money in this thing and you... Uh, you see it going down and you also see FI not performing very well as a company or a market. And then they come out and say, you know, yields go up as, as prices go down. And also, by the way, we might be looking to get an FTA license, which to 97% of customers means absolutely fuck all. 
Like, and, and I've said actually this to FI, like uh, I remember speaking to someone from there and being like, how would you have felt if as customers, we were basically just randomly told that FI are pursuing an FCA license. That means absolutely shit all to everyone. Mm. Um, ben, but, any other points? Ben, we do need to let well, you go. No, I think, the, 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 final, the final point I made, obviously, yeah, well, you've you got 20 seconds. Wrong, but I'll make one last point. <laughs> And that is that basically, so we had the, basically what, I, well, I think you called it the fake dividend announcement. Yeah. Um, and then we had the proper one. And then they, they admitted to screwing up. But the thing that I didn't like about that and other people didn't seem to clock on to yeah. is that how could they possibly thought that the first dividend announcement was sufficient? Well, like, Ben, I've got, th- got, got a theory here, Ben, before we let you go. And uh, it's been a yeah. pleasure to speak to you. I wonder... If the 28% first dividend announcement or the 26%, whatever number it was, whether they were going with a conservative number because they were holding cash back in their core business and they were going to spend that on market making and adding liquidity to the order book launch. Marketing. Whereas when they went to the 100% level, that obviously puts more money onto the balance sheet away from being usable and therefore we haven't seen any market making or much LP001 activity. So maybe it was that cost benefit analysis and they didn't want to go down that 100% path. But you're right, we won't know that until um, they're on the podcast. But thank you for the call, Ben. Ben, thanks yeah, so much for calling bye. in, mate. Have a nice evening. Thanks. How about you too, mate? Bye. Bye-bye. Who have we got next? Let's try and keep them shorter. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night. That's it. We, we might run out of them. People are queuing in and coming out. Hello? Hello. Who have we got on the line? You have Futures. Oh, hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you? Very well, very well. I have to say, thank you very much for creating those T-shirts for me a while back. No, you're welcome, mate. No, you do a lot for the community, so it's the least I can do. A great man. A great man, Panda. I've not actually had the pleasure of talking. He's got a lovely, rich, deep voice. Uh, no, I'm, just... no I'm, I'm recovering from COVID. No. Oh, Maybe that's mate. why it's added that extra husk or that yeah. sexual tone to it. How yeah, are you feeling like... now? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm one day out of isolation. So, um, yeah, oh. I'm still, I'm not contagious, but uh, still feel get... uh, rough as. Wow. Well, at least you're, at least you're kind of getting ready to spread your wings again and get out. Um, yep. what, what's your point? How, how, you know, how can we help? Well, I, I just, I just really wondered what your comments were on sort of, uh, you know, this crossroads we're at and, um, mm. you know, where, where we go from here, because obviously like on, uh, on Twitter or most, um, sort of social medias, all views are polarized at the moment and there's no, Absolutely. there's no middle ground. It's either the, you know, yeah. we're about to boom and everything's going to be great. And, um, yep. you know, yep. yields are insane or it's absolutely terrible. And, um, <laughs> you know, we're all going to you know, end up with, um, shirt buttons. And I, I, I just wanted, um, you know, not necessarily what your view on where we're going to go, because obviously being a, a trader, I, I kind of hope I know where you think. But what your view on the, the, the sheer polarisation of it? I don't That's like weird, it. I mean, we were saying that in the intro, weren't we, Panda? Like, uh, it's not just FI, it's the world has come to mm. really mm. push for extreme views on either end of the scale. We're talking mm. about journalists in the intro. And I think with FI at the moment... The most likely and realistic thing is that this, if it does rebound and do well in the future, it will be a slow uh, kind of slow escalation and not a rocket. Mm, mm. That's my thesis at this point. I, 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 I hate I hate it really because we go from, you're absolutely right, Futures, we go from 10 rockets and yeah. we're going to the moon and all these stupid yeah. emojis, which look, I've been guilty of, we all have, to... Yeah, yeah articles coming out talking about the fact that it's a Ponzi and you know it, it yeah. can't be because obviously players have an underlying um, dividend yield or, or 
they've got um, underlying cash flows attached to them. So we literally swing the pendulum from one mm. end to the other. Um, look, in some ways, it's probably inevitable and it's kind of a, it comes with the territory, doesn't it? Because social media, without that, mm. I'm not so sure Football Index would have got to this you know, tier one gambling status, mm. the success mm. it's had. I think social media was a big part of getting it up to this level. And yeah. we were probably always due a transition period. Like I was mm. in a casino having a drink with SG, the, uh, the you know, uh, S Gaskell. Um, this was about a year and a half ago. And he always said to me, the order book launch, he was quite concerned about because mm. you're going from a very art, not artificial, but a visually green uh, product where it's growth, 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 money, money, money. And then when it mm. turns into more of an exchange and it becomes a slightly more difficult environment, I'm not saying it's been handled well, but we were always going to have that drop off of customers uh, as old ones leave and new ones come in. But the issue is we've had existing customers leave, but there's been yeah. no replacement or gap fill. Um, so not only, yeah. so we've got no new customers and we've got no market maker in place. And I know for mm. a fact Football Index know that that's needed. So to circle back what to, about where we are in the crossroads at the moment, it's just, mm. it's very unpleasant. It hasn't changed my outlook on where things are going medium to long term. But I do think this is a difficult job now over the next six to nine months, or if mm. not a year, of piecing together lots of good comms and mm. building back trust again. Mm. But, I, I, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, the, the, the IPDs we know wasn't sustainable at that level and um i personally think that you know ipds um is you know being taken away is a good thing because at the end of the day you know um i know people colluded um which is fine you know as people have said you play the, the you, you play what's in front of you and um you know if that was set up then fair enough. but i also think that when people were um recycling if you've got um you know i don't know 300 of a premium player if you want to recycle them, the first thing most people do because they don't have a balance is put them up for sale. So, of course, every 30 days or so, you're getting these 300, you know, uh, shares putting up for sale, which will drop the yeah. price. So, of course, it's having, a, it's having a negative effect on the price. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just – so not only was it probably not sustainable for them as a business, but it was also detrimental, I think, to players' prices. Well, well, well it think- was. But what I'll say there, though, is that to be fair to some people that defend IPDs, if you think about it from a business perspective, like I used to do like root cause analysis – the root, you're right. Those were the effects of what was happening. But the root cause of this is lack of liquidity. Yeah. Because in a in a proper yeah. in a, in yeah. a liquid market, if yeah. three hundred, mm. I don't know, name I got for sale. Yeah. It's just you don't even blink your eyes at it. But yeah. in this on, on, market, once three hundred, once you see that hit the sale yeah. side, the price yeah. drops and people start undercutting each other. So you're spot on with what was happening. But mm. ultimately, it's a problem with the liquidity. I think. Yeah. If you had a position sale bet there and you wanted to recycle that, not that you obviously would, but you could do it fairly easily because, as you say, it's a liquid market that's bouncing yeah. around quite quite safely. But you know, it, mm. it, I think the biggest thing, and and this is what makes me tear my hair out, because. You know, Football Index has got a fantastic product there. I think we all see the potential. Yeah. It's a phenomenal product. It's groundbreaking. Yeah. When I was on the um, the, the podcast um, way back when, Fig, I think it was a couple of years ago mm. now, I said about, you know, a disruptor in the market, yeah. and it is. But mm. Mm. to not say we're taking this away because, and here is something we're replacing yeah. it with, yeah. I yeah. think was yeah. just almost one unforgivable. Thing, one thing there, Futures, are, are in our... I'm only playing devil's advocate. I've, I've been yeah. on social this week as saying it's it's a disgrace. I didn't like it. But just, just playing devil's advocate with you. Mm. Someone spoke to me who's very good in comms, said that if you've got a good solution to a problem, 
yeah. you would ultimately want to split up the bad news and the good news. Because yeah, if, you, if, you, if you release IPD goes and then this is coming in, all people yes. are going to see is IPDs going and then they're going to miss the message. So therefore, yeah. it makes sense to split it up by a couple of weeks. So you let everyone digest the bad news. That's the yeah. only thing I can think of. And maybe, yeah. you know, do you give that any... Uh, you know credence yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i mean it's um yeah yeah if, if you took one away and, and replaced it people would instantly go to compare mm. and i don't think mm. there's going to be anything that you can compare with it because it is unsustainable and we knew that i mean goodness knows how they did it the five times um but um, <laughs> so, so so yeah you, you, you would so, i had um i had sam f on the, on the podcast we did it this uh yesterday we recorded and it goes out this sunday and he was always, as always really great although my mic wasn't plugged in for the first 25 minutes so apologies in advance everyone he basically said there's about kind of give or take 100 goals assists clean sheets uh, on a goal day on any given goal day yeah. and that's let's say 2p an action that's two pounds mm. if mm. every share is eligible for mm. P- opds that's about four times the average gold day payout um yeah. which means that even if 25 mm. percent of the shares in circulation were eligible mm. they would be the same as a gold day payout was a lot but futures we've got a couple of people on the line and no worries thank you so much for calling mate and hope you make a speedy recovery lovely cheers guys keep up the good work see you later mate bye-bye bye-bye uh, Hello. 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 Who have we got on the line? Northern. Northern FI. Oh, hello, Evening mate. Chat. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Have you had a had a good one so far? Yeah. This is your th- our good third evening, call. Yeah. So, third call. Very high quality, high content. I've got to say, the pressure's on you here. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, congrats on the uh, on the 50 episodes. That's yes. A pretty big achievement. Very kind. Uh, one of the biggest friend- of my life. He's <laughs> going on the CV my, um, if I have to ever, you know, get another job. <laughs> Go on, <nice>. sorry. <laughs> my point, just a quick one, uh, not an FI related point. Um, oh. Oh. So I thought I'd just fire a quick question for, for oh. both of you. So um, I'm building up my, my FIFA ultimate team and I'm trying to choose a formation, but there is far too many to choose from. You know, do you go with the two strikers? Do you go with one striker, CDM, a cam? Mm. Basically, way too many options and his mm. assistance. So, my query to you both, mm. if you were if you were a manager, mm. what system would you set your team up in? And mm. Mm. I'd like you to pick one key player, either past or present, mm. that you build your team around. Wow. Yeah, easy for me. Um, I've always been a man on video games. I'm fairly unstoppable. Um, that plays 4-3-1-2. Now... What you need for that formation oh is incredibly dynamic fullbacks. So I'd want a Cafu style character um, because you need to get your width from fullbacks. Um, but you're going to feed the game. The game's going to run through your one behind the two strikers. And that is going to be Pavel Nedved, uh, who, if I'm going to have to name a player, the ex Juventus player, you might not be old enough to know him. So pick another Cam instead. So. That's the answer. Um, I don't think you'll find a better one than that from Fig, but you know, uh, I'll, I'll give it. A, if he wants to give that a go, he can do. Uh, I'm a four-three-three man, or a four-two-three-one man, um, and I'm not really sure who I'd pick as my one player. Uh, hmm. I'd probably go four-three-three because I'd have like one six and then two eights, and uh, I'd probably go Sergio Busquets in his prime as the player that I'd pick. No, oh, lovely, lovely. Well, did you, did you hear Panda, that feedback you compared to, know... to yours, Panda? Say again. <laughs> Did you hear the feedback that I got compared to yours? It was like, oh, lovely. Like, you know, here's a man who knows football. 
No, that's because, yeah, cut, that's because you cut him off before he could, I heard him sort of murmuring, like groaning at mine. I don't know what was going on. I heard him kind of like, hmm, I really enjoy my arms. I'd, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd hold the horses. Uh, Panda, the, the system I've got set up at the moment, 4312, with um, currently Sir Julian Brandt at CAM. Oh. Obviously, so I can't go past past players. Well, I could with an icon, but but they're super expensive. But Julian Brandt is the, is the boy at CAM is, at the moment. Is, is so I'm, he, I'm currently is, playing your setup. Is he getting on the ball? Are you kind of feeding him and letting him kind of dictate things? That's the plan. I've not played as it yet, so I need to see. But that oh. is, that, that's what I've got going on at the moment. So you'll be glad to know I've chosen yours so far. Thank you very much. And last thing before we let you go, because uh, I don't think you've got any other questions. Uh, confidence on FI at the moment uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. How are you feeling? Oh, um, I'm, I'm probably at an 8. I've I probably wow, never wow, dropped... Wow. I've probably never dropped massively below like a like a six. I would say there's there's been a fair few kind of stagnant points. Obviously, many months of um, of kind of like a, a down downward spiral in the market, of course. But um, there's so many points to choose from. But yeah, no, I've always kept a fairly, I guess, positive outlook. The, the bets are never super short term. Um, it's it's never nice to see your your portfolio balance or, or anything like that going down. But um, I think if you remember why you bought the players in the first place, then um, not too much to worry about. Right. Perfect. Well, well, well said. Well said. Uh, I would say my confidence is probably at seven, just one one digit under yours. But um, thank you mm-hmm. very much for the phone call. And thank you for the congratulations on the 50. Thank you so much for calling nice. in. Order. Excellent. Enjoy right, FIFA. Bye-bye. Thank you. Next. <clears throat> Hello. 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 Who have we got on the line? This is a FI Trader Tom. FI Trader Tom. Wow, it's almost, or it's just over 12 months since you first came on the podcast, isn't it? I know, yes. Um, I was literally just while I was in the hold queue there, just uh, thinking about that. It's almost pretty much will be 12 months to the day, near enough since wow. I uh, appeared on the pod. So, yeah. Nice FI Trader Tom has been again. on the pod. He's been on the podcast. Yeah, he was, he was on in oh, his first wow. four or five weeks that he was ever on the, on the platform. Can't have been very eventful, if I don't remember it. Oh, well, <laughs> I set out, uh, set out some big plans, Mr. Panda, and then basically <laughs> COVID came along and uh, ruined all of them. So, yeah, wiped them, them, them all off the table. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But no, nice to, nice to finally speak to you as well, Mr. Panda. Nice to share the airwaves with yourself. Yeah, a lot of people do say they find it quite intimidating, <laughs> but at the same time, it's kind of quite charged. It's a charged atmosphere. Um, so don't let me put you off your stroke. Um, what's your no, point no. anyway? Yeah, I just want to discuss, obviously, um, the latest event. <laughs> I love that. I love how we got that one in. Um, has that been a reoccurring theme with all the with all the callers? I think uh, three of the four so far. Yeah, nice, it's very nice. hard though, isn't it? Wanna... To go, it's very hard though to go from chit chat. You don't want it. To, you don't want it to linger. No, into you need to. You need to so dive in. I mean, I'm be, sure. Yeah, like you know, you've rung up for a reason. You, you've been on a podcast. You're an experienced bloke. You should have a bit to say. So I want to. I want to know what the point is. That's not really. That's it. No, that's what people want. They want to hear that catchphrase and they want to get cut, cut to the chase. So. Uh, yeah, I want to know what 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 you guys think. Of obviously, the latest uh, uh, the latest dealings we've seen today. We've obviously now Mr. Mr. Cranberry or Mr. Canberry or whatever mm. his name is, mm. with his now pretty much very open attack on FI, where he's sending out emails to all his subscribers and and warning mm. them off the the platform. And, and mm. at what point does it become 
slightly obsessive or I don't know. I find mm -hmm. it, I find it very weird. I mean, I, I was saying in the um, discord, I've done a bit of a deep dive on the fellow and I genuinely believe he's doing this because since he started mentioning FI, his, his interactions and um, have, have gone up massively on his YouTube, on his Twitter. So do you think he's generally putting on this act that he's trying to warn off people from getting severely burnt? Or do you think this is for personal gain? Do you think he's trying to push? Um, obviously, there's not been a lot of support on, so maybe he's not betting a lot. So, so what do you think this is? Because it's kind of going on, like a kind of, going through his tweets, mm. he's done 40 mm. tweets about FI, mm. and that's not even Look, including retweets, and this I'll, is in the space of a month. No, I, I, I was fairly critical last week of his actions in 2021. Uh, a couple of nights ago, he hashtag football index about one thirty in the morning. Um, so, like, and then there was also another football index tweet at sort of seven. So, you know, he hadn't slept and he was commenting on it through the night. Um, he's now brought in his running partner, uh, a geeks toy, who is a good piece of trading software, um, and they're doubling up on it. Um, I find it, I find it bizarre, really, because on one hand, you know, you're giving it. Um, the apologetic nature and concern for the customers and you're trying to look out for them and you're trying to say, look, just think about the risks, guys, and you're trying to be their friend. But on the other hand, you're putting out hugely inflammatory uh, articles and, you know, images to attach to your videos. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, 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 before Christmas, when he was on, I did think, look, someone that is in the gambling industry in the UK. Football NX has caught his attention. Absolutely fair enough to raise some risks, talk about the product, have a podcast. But, you know, he said on one of his videos, I don't have time to, <laughs> to be doing this. You know, I, I, I've got better things yeah. to do in my time. And but then we've not. gone on from just an obsessive amount of tweets. And it has crossed the line to me now. And it isn't just after people. It's now clearly very thin-skinned. Uh, I would dare say a bit of a bully and um, you know, I, look, I, I will probably try and reach out to him again, talk to him at some stage, you know, private. He's making more football like, index content than me at the moment. Well, and he is. And that's the thing. He literally is like, and he, I wouldn't he, mind, he, but there's, there's a refusal to accept anything. Like some of the concerns and the points he raised, absolutely fair. And you know, Look, we've yeah, got some wrongers yeah. in the we've got some rotters in the community, and I don't <laughs> endorse some of the actions they've made against him, and it's got his back up. But it kind of is like I'm, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. It's like me going into the crypto world, for example, which I don't know much about, and attacking Bitcoin and trying to create content just to drive it down. I, like, I'm successful enough, and I'm kind of not worried about what people are doing in that world. You know, I might take a passing interest and make some content on it, but I wouldn't make it my ambition to kind of try and crash it. And it's like, it's just bizarre behavior and I don't really get it anymore. Yeah. The, the other yeah, account, the I, other account that he's buddied agree. up as well with is I've never seen an account with that many followers and, yeah. and so little interaction. I'll do that. And I get more likes than that account and I've got 500 followers. Yeah. I mean, look, I've been kind of in the, the <laughs> media, social, social media game for, you know, three years or so now. Not long enough. Not, not long enough, but like both, both personally speaking for my own brands and also with brands that I've, you know, uh, grown successfully, fig, state of play, like other things that I've done, uh, and also for, for, for my previous work, I've never, ever seen a, a, an account with that many followers that gets 
so little interaction. It's like when um, when big corporate entities make a YouTube video and then pay for views. They pay for clicks and they get like 30,000 views and they have like four likes. Um, so something fishy is going on there. Uh, and look, Panda might turn around and say, well, this guy used to be really, really famous in the Betfair community and stuff. And maybe he he's just focused on tweeting X, Y, and Z and people don't pay him, the, pay him attention. But just by, just by the law of averages, really, having 100,000 people and getting like one mm-hmm. like that, the odds seem pretty slim. I don't know. It's I weird. don't endorse that. Yeah, brand, but it is. It is I don't know. Where's where's um, where's TW when you need him with his Twitter auditing thing? Or did we find <laughs> out that wasn't exactly? Was that not exactly foolproof? But I need. He's been a bit quiet lately. I've missed him in the Discord and on the Twitter. And uh, yeah, he's probably fed up a social up and run the we're, numbers. We had a phone call earlier from someone saying um, social media at the moment. It's like where where do you stand on it? It just seems to swing from one extreme to the other, and I think it it is quite tiring social media at the moment and the product's going through a lot yeah it can get you down so maybe he's taking a little break well yeah and obviously obviously on the back (laughs) of the yeah absolutely i hope he pops up again soon um but yeah obviously on the back of the year everyone's out as well with the pandemic with the lockdown with the with all of that i just think everyone's been cooped up inside and that's really shown with certain people's kind of social media activity and uh yeah but no um that was all i wanted i just I, i just feel it's getting to a point now where the motive is is very clear that this is more to push. I feel yeah, I, I would want to ask, like you know, why are they now doing it? Because yeah, I so I I worked a little, like in my previous job uh, very closely to a lot of people in crypto, and there were very few people in the financial services industry that went out of their way to. Uh, to criticise uh, anything in that in that world, you had the kind of infamous Jamie Dimon calling it a bubble, etc., all that kind of stuff. But that's because they were asked and, and put on the spot. No one went out of their way to create content or write articles about it. So I am I'm very curious, and you know, would be would love to understand why they're doing it. I mean, look, like they can have their opinion. It might be right, it might be wrong. They've probably not been right every single opinion that they had in the past. Clearly, so with uh, Khan and some of his comments on crypto and and some of the misunderstandings understandings you've had on the platform um but yeah i I just love to know why they're doing it it's very strange yeah it it is weird and it's just like so like you we kind of touched on his original video fair enough you've got some points in there yeah yeah, absolutely i thought it was a really good the first video he made was really good for someone who's never used it and then to, to me, to I draw a line he, under um, it, because we've got to move on here um uh, but to draw a line under it tom i agree that i think this calendar year it's just crossed over that line for me in that threshold. Very it's strange. gone from yeah. pr- productive, Very bizarre. productive and enjoyable, fair content to like just strange behavior content, like mm. the apology yeah. video. Like, look at me, look at me. I'm so sorry. And then I'm going to release yeah. this really inflammatory Ponzi article about a week well, that, later. Well, that was That's bizarre. Things to me, I find really snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Video. He, he labeled everyone snowflakes, but this is the guy who's tagged watchdog and panorama in a tweet because people have been giving him one star amazon reviews so it's like come on like i, I don't understand that but yeah I, I agree i just needed to, i agree with you tom good call your guys perspective you've handled but, um, the pressure yeah. you've handled the pressure well now uh, yeah well like i say it's uh nerve-wracking being on the air of such a oh. um what's the word notorious uh Slime member of the urban community like yourself and obviously yeah, a mobile like fig but uh, yeah i mean people call me a road kind of you know, punches you could call me a road man. That's what I've uh, no, I've, I've learned that term today. Uh, but go splash your face <laughs> yeah. in cold water yeah. and calm yourself down. 
that's it. Yeah. Well, any any uh, Arsenal predictions, scoreline fig before uh, I go? Uh, I don't like the fact that Tierney is not starting, but I do expect us to still win. But uh, hey ho. I'm a bit worried, you know. Saha just had a kid, got redemption. He he's obviously wants to prove a point that they should have picked him over yeah. Pepe. So I, yeah. I'm a bit worried about him. So. I, I quite like yeah, Maitland-Niles being, being there. I, I quite like Maitland-Niles yeah. being there and Gabriel due to the pace. Um, that, yeah. the pass oh, that Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal haven't beaten them in four in the Premier League. Yeah, we haven't. Mm. Three draws uh, and one we'll, loss. We'll, match up quite poorly against them. We'll make Roy look good somehow. But yeah, lovely speaking to you, chaps. I won't take Cheers. any more Thank time. you. Bye, Have Tom. a good evening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. Evening, gents. How's it going? Evening, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks. Sales? Very well. We've got Martin Grills on, on, on the line, yeah? Yeah, yep. the yeah, master, the masterful. Uh, you know, he's a big boxing fan. Ah, I didn't yes, know that. yeah, yeah, very handy with his fists. So, so not someone you like to meet down no, a dark no. alley. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a very, he's a very good-looking bald man. Um, yeah, I mean, bald, baldness. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I've often called no, no, shaving like, my head off because I do think it gives quite. Uh, it can be quite sexy. I, I can tell you for free, ways. I will not look good. When no, I don't think you comes. would because you'd like the stubble. Yeah, but do you Although, do you have stubble, Martin? Do you have like designer stubble? Yeah, I've got I've got a bit of stubble, a little bit of beard going on at the moment. So yeah, so they just adds that nice shading and balance to the face and the the cranium. But um, we we mustn't worry about your smooth head. Um, <laughs> what, what are you ringing for? What, what? How can we help? So because um, you've yeah, got a lot to say and you're a smart well, member of the community, so I'm looking forward to this. I've got a few few different questions, a few different uh, uh, point, uh, points. Don't hold the airwaves, though. No, no, of course I won't. So um, we'll, we'll jump jump straight in. Um, mm. Obviously, been a vocal cr- critic of the uh, community uh, out on mm. Twitter recently, um, mm. talking about the minting of shares. Have yep. you guys seen any evidence of uh, Football Index minting shares below the players' top price? I have not so far. No, Didn't, there, there was an account, wasn't there? Mel, or maybe it was it. There was some minting at a Mel, fairly low price, but that was because they bought some back. Yeah, with the old instant sell. Yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. from an injury. So I haven't seen any minting of shares um, recently at, at under peak price. And if I if, if I was to see that, I'll be honest, that would concern me. Obviously, would be it'd be hard concerning. to detect, but. I would worry they could get themselves into a pickle, i.e. if they started buying back Bruno Fernandes when he stayed at Lisbon and they take on extra liability on him and then mm. he ends up going to United and winning you know, loads of dividends. It, it can open you up um, and obviously change the, the outlays. So I haven't seen it. Have you seen it, Martin? No, I, I haven't. I haven't seen it, no. And I engaged, engaged with uh, uh, Khan on Twitter about this, actually, um, and provided the evidence that they are minting at all-time highs. You can see the issuance curve um, on players like uh, Balogun, for example, or Luke yep. Thomas, the new yep. IPOs. And there's just no evidence below that. You see the volumes and you just don't see consistent volumes below that. So, no, I've seen I've seen no evidence. What, what was the theory? Was Khan saying that... Um, we just had a call on him, actually, and we don't want to dwell on him too much. Yeah, no, was, was he saying that, you know, there was a risk that they could do that one day? Well, yeah, he, he, it was one of these that it's, um, you yeah, know, in the terms and conditions um, 
and he has his, his suspicions that they're doing it already. Um, so I asked him to provide evidence that he... Oh, I did see I did see this from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, he wouldn't provide any evidence. And yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that's kind of where he comes from, isn't it? He'll throw this stuff out there, but then just got nothing to back it up. Well, that, look, I, that's my biggest bugbear, that there just doesn't seem to be any give and take. Like, yeah. Some of the points and the risks are very valid and yeah. you know we have to embrace them as a community and we have to understand them and that's fine. But there are some very good answers to some questions that I've seen and even that we've discussed and there's just a complete refusal. There's like a hmm, hmm, like kind of like an hmm, but not it's, an acceptance it, it really or a dialogue. It does remind it. me of when Joseph Bookdowd started talking about it, who... Uh, funnily enough, actually, I saw when uh, Bitcoin was going up to about 10k uh, this time around. He wrote something about uh, how it was greed in in the people that are buying it, and you know, funnily enough, it quadruples after that, uh, which is quite funny. It shows <laughs> Bitcoin hasn't proved Bitcoin hasn't proved itself here. It could still go to nothing. Couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. But it's you know, it's I don't just... think you can say that they're wrong on that because it could still just be a castle in the air, as he terms. Yeah, it. sure. But like you know, it's you, nothing. If you say something is a castle in the air for. 25 years and it goes to zero in in you know 35 years or 40 yes. years or whatever then i don't know i don't know I, yeah, isn't yeah, it fair. just more of like a a clock can be wrong or right rather even a wrong clock uh, can be right twice yeah twice. I see what you mean. yeah um but anyway yeah. Yeah. anyway i i reminds me of when asp did like a really amazing thread on in response to him and he never responded um and uh yeah martin i'm not surprised that there wasn't response to a very wise intelligent man such as yourself <laughs> cheers uh cheers fellas um moving on um one more uh a few transfer sagas coming up in the uh summer mm. yo sancho pogba possibly leaving united um is, messi yes. mbappe yeah. harland is another one that's being talked about we'll yeah. leave leave sancho to one side yep of, of the other four yep who do you think wins the most media yeah harland i can guarantee I can pretty much guarantee Haaland isn't going this summer. They won't lose Sancho and Haaland this summer. And that was never the case. And a lot of people have spoken about the buyout clause being active in 2022. And he's only been there a year and six months. He could, but it's like a 1% chance. So Haaland, I'm completely discounting. Um, Sancho, we're discounting because you told me to. And then the other three, (laughs) uh, you've got Messi is probably the answer. Yeah, because he has the link to England and coming to play with Pep, although he's been linked to PSG. So Messi, say 50-50 between those two clubs. Mbappe, I've got a funny feeling, will will stay number one and add on a couple of short years to a contract and have a year or two with Pochettino. I'm not sure Madrid have got the money for him in this climate. But even if he went, I think a lot of us have pinned our hopes on foreign media. Um and I don't see it coming anytime soon. So that's going to nullify the returns he makes. So Mbappe to Madrid, yeah, it'd get a bit of media, but it wouldn't dominate the British papers, I don't think. Of course he'd win media, but not the monster hall. And the other player you mentioned was? Uh, Pogba. Uh, that would be big. Uh, so I'll go for Messi first, Pogba second, Mbappe third, and Haaland fourth, because I, don't think, I think Haaland's a dead hold this summer. That's just my opinion. I don't know what you two have got to say about that. I think there's a higher than 1% chance Harlan goes, but it's not a high chance. Um, I just I just think, like, if you're him and 
a Real Madrid monster offer comes in or a Man City monster offer comes in and you're Raiola and you're looking at it on the back of a pandemic, like it's a lot of money to pass up, isn't it? And also his affinity with England. I don't know. There's a few, there's a few things there that make me believe that if it's not this summer, which I don't think it will be, but maybe like a less than 5% chance, probably more than 1%, then it's definitely happening in the, the summer afterwards or in the January afterwards. Oh, 100% next summer. What about you, Martin? What are the, uh, how would you rank it? What was the top one? Yeah, I think um, I think Messi is is the favourite there. I think I do think Pogba is something of a dark horse in yeah. that he he could generate um, media, and Messi might Messi could get closed down quite quickly if he um, signs a new contract at, at Barca, for example. If he stays, well, Messi might yeah, Messi Messi might not even get off the ground. Yeah, if yeah. he decide, you know, he might decide to stay before the transfer window even opens. So yeah, yeah he, that might, that might, that saga might be done and dusted before the Euros. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, look, if assuming Messi happens in one way, shape, or form, then that's the that's the obvious one. I think. Mm. Um, yep, I agree. I, I agree. Think all, all hell breaks loose if uh, if United make a big bid for someone, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agree. Definitely. Pleasure, Martin. Thank you very yep. much for the call. Excellent. Cheers, gents. Cheers, Martin. Let's see who we've got next. Hello. Hello. Oh my God, I'm in. Oh, who we've got? <laughs> who we got? It's uh, F.I. Gerard. Oh. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't podcast. sound like you've got um, a Scouse, like a Scouse accent. No, I haven't, fortunately. So you're a Southern Liverpool fan? I'm hardly Southern. Um, <laughs> no, you're not Southern, are you? Sorry, I've, I've misinterpreted it. it. Was I blame I blame the audio coming through Zoom? <laughs> I, I, mean, I can't give away my uh, exact location because. Are you north of Watford? Uh, north of Watford, yeah, yeah. That's that's all I need to know. To me, that is the critical yeah. junction in the UK. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are we doing? Uh, yeah, how are things? What 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 have you rung for today? Uh, I don't know. What have you uh, What have you not talked about so far? Has, have we done any? Um, postulating what the IPD re- uh, replacement will be. No, we haven't. We haven't. What, what did you no. read into the squad's kind of battles thing that they announced today, Gerard? And the fact that they said this is not a replacement for IPDs. I've taken that as they are going to replace IPDs with something. A lot of people have said to me, Fig, I think, you know, hold your horses, calm down a little bit. And this is uh, someone in the Discord who was saying to me, uh, this is just so that people don't misinterpret that and it's just them improving their comms. What, what are your thoughts? Well, it, it is. But then but they're, they're telling us, aren't they? They're, they're giving it away, surely. I thought they'd already told us that, though, in the in the comm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you here, uh, Gerard. I don't get quite what uh, things get... Like, Oh, a lot of people have said... Definitely they, be a they, avoided, they avoided the use of the word dividends. So a lot of people have said, you know... If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And so what's happening now? Is it dividends? Uh, They didn't use dividends. They just said this is not a replacement for in-play dividends. Uh, To be fair, they didn't use the word dividend, did they, again? (laughs) No, No, I see where where you're going there. Yeah, It's it's a really good question, Gerard. I've actually um, gone gone around in a full circle. I've got no idea what to expect anymore. I've got so many announcements wrong over the last eight months. (laughs) I kind of can't keep embarrassing myself with them. You know, like, uh, 
yeah. I don't even know what's. Po- I don't know what, what what you're like. What between you both? What are like? I don't know. What are the front runners coming up? Like, what could it be? I, I get the impression that the uh, the squads thing was was just something that was always ticking along in the background. They finally managed to get it sources to replace the uh, dividend predictor. I agree, and I put in a group chat um, the engagement instantly. I felt with the squad tournament game. Is, is higher than the dividend predictor. I never played the dividend predictor. And maybe they've been looking at the numbers and the replies and the entries to the dividend predictor. And it like maybe they've been dropping off. So it was a good time to transition and try and get more engagement on that. So I think that's quite a fun thing to enter. And that's got over 200 likes on social media. So I think they've nailed that. I think, how many? 253. Yeah, that's the, I, don't, I can't remember the last time an FI... Uh, comms release had that many likes so I think they've nailed that and um, you know it's a minor uh, victory but I quite like that tournament game but I've got no idea what the IPD replacement is going to be I mean like people have floated around a threshold based PB tiered PB I I, if I had to say I would think it's something along the lines of the SMDP we saw last year but I'm only saying that through laziness because they've already got the mechanics and the tech built behind the scenes to cope with it. You know, I, I don't think it was terrible. It was just quite clumsily worded. So confusing that was back in the day. The, um, aspect to it is, do you go for another 30-day no. payment? Or no. Three, it has to therefore be three years, surely. It can't be a 30-day payment. So if it's three years, I think you... The only reason it was removed in Played Evidence was because it was a 30-day payment. But then if you take, if it has to be three years, then you kind of, I just can't see how it's a threshold-based payment because it would have to be so small. That's it. And, and I've got to say as well, if it's the tricky thing for them to model and to work out, and I'm, I'm sure they'll know the answers is, if it's a threshold-based PB and it's based over three years, Gerard, then you're going to be quite comfortable and you're sitting on holds. You know, is there a risk that commission will be quite low? Yeah, but then they, I think they've... I think they've changed their minds on this. I think they've realised that the growth phase of their um, existence as a company, they draw money in and hold it in. I think they started too soon to try and go after commission and turnover. And actually what they've realised is that that just stunts growth. Um, so well, you can't even you can't even start going down that road without liquidity. Like it's it's a crazy to think. Yeah, well, that's yeah. but surely they'd have worked out a hundred twenty five billion market cap. You can't exist on commission alone. I mean, even I on the back of a fag packet thought to myself, well, it should be about a five hundred million market cap to to kind of be a commission exceeding payouts and operating costs business and be self sustaining. Well, clearly not, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe they were pushed into it. By Maybe. regulators, by external forces, by the new big four accounting firm. I always go back to Adam on your podcast figure this uh, last Easter time, or sorry, whenever that was, maybe start last year with Akash when you were talking about there's regulatory pressure, there's been a lot of uh, digging into the company. So maybe there was a slight nudge down this path to speed things up. There's obviously something that the company is taking as a complete line in the sand that they're not going to provide any liquidity themselves. Although they are doing via um, LP0. LP0. Yeah, but it's spotty at best. It's not much. And it hasn't been that successful, has it? I just don't know why they're not, um, you know. I mean, they. I think they could set a very, very low floor, which would take us yep. probably 
double these prices. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, look, that, two two things here. Number one, I said earlier on the, on the show, um, th- there's something that's been bothering me at nine. I was I was questioning. I wonder whether they went with the low dividend payout initially, twenty eight percent, because that would keep a lot of cash back and enable them to be more active in the market making scene. Whereas when they went to a hundred percent dividend increase, the the risk of that was that they didn't have a lot to market make. So that was one theory I had. Um, but the second theory is that they're ultimately letting this find a very stable bottom before they set floors, because otherwise they set floors at high levels and it just gets eaten through. But you are right. I think there is a point where they could add very low floors and it gives a lot of uplift and huge momentum to the market. And I think they will do that at some stage, but they're letting the dust settle. Because they don't want to then, it, it needs to sustain, doesn't it? So yeah, I think that's, and maybe we've had a, a bit of a, a microcosm of that um, kind of psyche um, in the latest announcement because they've said, didn't they? FI lawyer, I think, is uh, yes, yeah, with, uh, with uh, CS, and they've they've said, yeah, <laughs> they kind of just came out and said, yeah, we uh, we wanted to give the bad news, give everyone uh, two weeks to forget about the bad news, and then give them the good news. <laughs> oh, I haven't I haven't seen that. I literally said to someone earlier, uh, Fig will back me up on this. But he doesn't need to because you listen to the podcast later to hear your own voice. But the uh, I literally said, yes, yeah, someone in comms told me that that is a uh, that is business one hundred and one to you don't want to lose the good message and the good. I think, I think it's perfectly sensible. I think it's yeah, yeah. Again, but look, social media being as it is, um, obviously, and it's a very delicate time for the community. So you can see why leaving people with thousands of pounds on the line with with that with no direction, especially with this the history of announcements over the last year is making people feel uneasy. So I can see both sides of the coin there. Yeah, well, what do you think is going to replace it and play dividends? I mean, you've come and asked us the question. You must have something in the back of your mind. Yeah, come on, uh, come on. I'll give a little. Yeah, well, I mean, if we can stop then on tangents. Um, <laughs> um, so... I've got the map up. That was a bit of a slide, water. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a bit of a dig. Where did that come from? If you look and stop being idiots. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we we've been nothing it, but we? pleasant to you. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, uh, yeah, it's nearly Friday, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I think... So, I, so I, don't, I just can't see it being a threshold payment. Um, right. It would just have to be pennies above fairly high scores. But does it need to be big? Does it need uh, to be, do, does it need to be well, big? Because hang, Team hang of the on, Month isn't massive. We've right? gone down a tangent again. He hasn't answered. No, no, no. What but is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I want to question this one. I just think they, whatever they want, whatever they put out there as these are the dividends we pay out, they want it to look impressive on the face of it, even if underlying you know, value is actually quite quite impressive. Um, saying, oh, we, we give you 1p every time your player scores over 225. Um, I don't think... I mean, it, but yeah, it's, just, it's similar to Team of the Month. I mean, I can't say, to be honest, that I look halfway through a month at who's at the top. No, I don't. For winning mm. 3p in second. I don't. And then go, right, well, I'm going to get some of him then. Yeah, I don't. But then I do factor it into, you know, longer term calculations across the season. Yeah. And, you know, taking into account, which I think the market will in time. But yeah, um, but you've got team of the month there for that kind of, which is, but I think this is this is kind of the, the point that I was making originally. I don't think you can, um, I think if you want to grow the platform, uh, to its kind of maximum, 
as quickly as possible, you do have to reward the best players. I don't think you can try to up trading volumes on the lower end of the market, in inverted commas, until you're at that kind of plateauing full throttle market and product. So yep, yep. It's something that I think threshold payments is something that I think would work over a 30 day turnaround alongside well, in the, in the same kind of way that IPDs work. And I mm. think they will bring back IPDs when this mm. is 15 years old and they suddenly have reached a point where they've got a stack full of cash in the product and then they just want to start, um, you know, turning over um, trading, increasing trading volume and turnover commission. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And I'd say that the root cause of all these problems is liquidity. IPD would be fine in a, in a fully yeah. functioning market. So, Gerard, thank you very much for the call. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining me, mate. Thank you very much. All right, take it easy, chaps. Bye-bye. Yeah, wait. We've got one here. Hello. Hello, lads. Right, I've got an issue. I want to talk about Sancho. Who have we I'm got on the line? This is Mel. Hello. And you two. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Mel. Is this Mel from uh, Twitter? This is Mel from Twitter. So, you two have been going on about Sancho now for the last however long. Put all my money in him. Thought, you two know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cost me a fortune, you two. Not happy. Where's my apology? Bloody hell. I mean, you. number one, you probably haven't uh, uh, lost as much paper profits as I have. So that's part one. <laughs> No, don't feel too bad for yourself. Uh, I do and, feel bad. I feel, I'm gutted. Sec- I mean, I've trusted you two. Where is the trust now? The trust should be that I'm here weekly, devoting time. Not weekly, actually. Hold on. Hold Sorry, on. I've been here 47 out of 50 weeks. And, you know, he's still the greatest bet on the platform. If you call me, if you call in again in six to eight months' time, Mel, well, I'm hoping we make these phone-ins more frequent. So um, hopefully we can talk more often. Well, do you know what? I'm really it's- enjoying talking to you, but I'm going to call back in this six, eight months' But what I really think we need to do here is for you to stop pumping players and go start pumping some birds. Pumping some birds. I've had a lot. Bloody hell. But I, I can't pump any outside of my marriage, can I? Because otherwise that would be divorce. And seeing I've lost so much money on Sancho, if I go through a divorce bill as well, oh, is she gone? Oh, she's gone. Well, that was strange. Is that, was that the real mail? I don't know if it was. I don't no. know if that was the real Mel. I'm going to go listen to when Mel was on my show and, and see if I can put together the, the voices. And if they're quite eerily similar, but not really, then I'm going to hire a, a, a PI. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, thank <laughs> you for the call, Mel, though. Thank but, you. Um, yeah. Stop Who's, pumping um, players and start pumping birds. I quite like that hashtag. Uh, it could go in my bio. <laughs> I mean... Look, I, I mean, I, I will consider that, and I do hope Mel calls back oh. more, more frequently. They're type of calls that add life that add life to the show. Right, we've so got another caller here. Hold on. That's why I want to do it live, mate, so we can get more <laughs> of that type of interaction. <laughs> Hello. 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 Who have we got? Hello. It's me. Oh. oh <laughs> Oh, yeah. I could hear that. I could, I could hear that Brummy accent oh, from far away. Oh, SOTD! What the man? Year. What a year we've had. Twenty twenty one. No, I've not, I've not actually heard your two voices for a while. I've been quite busy, so I've not actually listened to uh, oh. 
Don't worry, you're not the only one. I'll be <laughs> dropping off a cliff, so don't worry. I'll tell you what, whenever Panda wasn't on the other week and the numbers were really good, it was great. <laughs> We've done well. <laughs> I was in the bath and I was, I was sort of tempted to ring you in there and then I thought it was a bit odd. No, it wouldn't have been unless you'd have been doing... I don't know, actions to yourself. But if you just would have rung in the bar, I think that could have gone down quite <laughs> to well. To be honest, after the call we just had, Lee, like anything you did, I tell, but not been that weird. I tell you just called in and I don't know if you listen, listen to the podcast back if you get a chance, right, Lee, just the last 10 minutes. It was Mel from uh, Twitter. But I don't know if it was the real Mel, but it was someone quite impersonating. Funny Maybe it's someone. It was definitely a lady's voice, but the overall gist of it was she said uh, she was very angry that we'd pump. Well, she's angry Sancho, at me mainly, mainly yeah, at Panda, and also said maybe you should stop pumping players and start pumping some birds. Those were her exact words. And, and then she I hung said, up. <laughs> yeah, and I said if I pump birds, um, not only am I going to well, I'm going to have a divorce along with my Sancho losses. So she wasn't happy about Sancho, but you know we we talked to her in six months. Lee, what do you make of current? Uh, I don't know. You're the man people want to hear from. What's the current confidence okay. levels? Uh-huh. In index and stuff? Um, what are you I'll thinking about it? I'll stay quite quiet, really, because I haven't really got any thoughts on it. <laughs> it's just a bit of a mess, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, the, the IPD thing, mm. um, my views were... Oh, I mean, I knew I'd, I've been going on about IPDs don't really work and in this OB system I've said that from like June time but um, that doesn't mean I wanted to get rid of them if that makes sense mm. um, I was quite keen on them I, I just bought some players as well that I thought yeah, might do yeah. quite <laughs> so, so yeah it's not great but <laughs> I, I think it's like for me it was like um it's just another thing that they haven't seen come in. Like, you know, I think mm, most mm, quite a few mm. people have saw that come in and that eventually everyone will just list down an exchange between themselves, whether that's done by arrangement or just done by, you know, just done by design. Yeah, um, yeah. I think what I want to ask you, Lee, I did, I did actually have this chat with someone earlier today, right, and didn't give me an answer on it, but do you think a company this size um, has to put things past the board and their accountants, um, I even external like accountants. And where I'm going with this is, do you think back in November, December time last year, they knew IPDs were a problem and they were always going to sack them off? Or do you think they just made the decision within the last two weeks since they got back in the office? Do you think they knew a while ago? No, I think they, I think they knew a while ago. But no, I think, they, I, think they, I think it's a quick decision. Right. I think it's come up recently. Because the mm. IPD payouts must have been massive as well. Well, well this is what Lee. I, mean, this I would is have what... liked. I would have liked to see some else. Like, uh, I would have liked to see a flood. Because I think if the IPDs work quite well, if values are a little bit higher, so I think if I would have liked to see like a, a floor put in, or even maybe putting a deadline at twelve o'clock in the day on IPDs, I think might have had another effect. I don't know, but I mm. don't think it's taking a dividend away from people and I can see why people are upset about it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned that the payouts being really big. Sam F was on the show we recorded yesterday. It'll go out this Sunday coming. And he basically says something along the lines of if there's two, uh, like a hundred goals, assists, clean sheets uh, on a gold day, um, that would be like quadruple 
the amount of payout that FI do on an average gold day if all the shares are eligible. But obviously they weren't. But let's say even 10%, that's still a fucking huge payout, isn't it? Yeah, it would have been big. But I mean, I think we get carried away using that as an excuse for them in a way. Like, you know, this is their business to run and this is their, you know, it's their fault. Not that these don't work so I think we have to be careful with that because you know you can say oh well it's it's for the good of the product which it probably is but there's a big but in there in terms of letting people down um yeah that's that's it for me I've I've come out and said it's a disgrace on social media maybe that's a strong word but you know, because even though I understand that you don't want to wrap up good and bad news in the same package necessarily, and maybe they wanted to hold back for a few weeks before releasing the good news so it doesn't lose um, its power. It's like in this delicate situation the community are in uh, with where the market's been and some of the missed deadlines over the last six months, it just feels when you first read like another kick in the gut that they're yeah. taking away a dividend. And also, it's, like, not just, it's like there could have been some guy I could have gone to a friend and said come on to FI on like you know 2nd of January and he could have put five grand in and and bought on the rules that were there and you know how does he feel now and how does that make me feel when recommending to other people but you could say that through 2020 as well yeah I'm just trying to you know relate to yeah Yeah, you're right though but I'm trying to relate to someone who signed up in the last week because there will be people yeah. kind of bought players on the proviso that IPD will be here for the foreseeable future. Well, it, it said it was here for the for the new year, for the whole season. Um, and it's, it's not that IPD has gone. That is the concern, as you say. I mean, look, it's not good and it's bad, but it's more the fact that they can um, use that clause that has to change. See, I, I think that was a really important bit of the comms that they should have nailed. They should have said, you know, this is not, you know, this is not a precedent for us to do this again. And but they have, but, but even if they said that, who's going to believe them now? Yeah, it's true. It's true. As but book, again, again, it's like, it's like, you know, uh, it's not just what you do, it's how you do it. And I think how you do things is just as important as what you do. And they... I think they did really badly in that. I think the 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 decision was obviously correct, but by the large, if you look at it in the cold light of day from a business standpoint, from a product and market standpoint, whatever way you want to look at it, but the way it was done was just like I don't know. So it's not just like there was one mistake in the piece of comms; it was a multitude of mistakes, a multitude of errors. And this is a company that's hired a a comms officer for God's sake over over the summer. It's just I don't know what to say to it really. I just, I just think they're that far from users at the moment. I do really think that that is a that is a massive problem. But you know, I'd rather forget about it and hopefully something decent will come out um, in its place. Well, I'm not, I'm not certain another dividend's coming to be honest. Well, did um, you see today in the squads thing that they said this is not a replacement for in-play dividends? That has increased my hope that it is a replacement dividend. If that makes sense. I mean, if it isn't, I'll be disappointed. But I, <laughs> I think actually, everyone will be. Yeah, I do actually think prices would be, even if they don't replace anything, just because of how the mechanics work, I do actually think prices will be higher, like in six months' time, even if they didn't do anything and replace five I mean, it'd be a bit of a fallout if they didn't put in a replacement. But 
Um, I do think prices would be six months higher because you haven't got basically one of the things that it's not the only thing, but you've got one of the things that were bringing prices down, I think, a little bit. Um, But hopefully, you know, I'm not going to keep going on about it, but hopefully uh, they'll do something that's... um, decent and we all your, your tweet your tweet lee was I, I liked it when you said look, a lot of people have been badging us as like pleased about the ip like we weren't like we weren't actually wanting it to go it was just the case that it looked inevitable because well th- the thing is i said the root cause of this problem is liquidity because in a fully functioning football index market you could have ipds there it wouldn't be such a problem but it's an issue because the prices are so low and liquidity is so thin. So as soon as you get people going to start to sell and recycle their 900 shares of Neymar, it crashes the price. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think there could have been some options, but... Yeah, you know, but as know. you say, look, even if nothing comes in, I think I agree with you that prices will be higher in six months. Not that, that should, nothing should come in, but like, look, I do think prices will be higher and I just, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to forget about it now. I, I just kind of said my piece on it and we have to wait, I guess, and react to the next set of comms, don't we? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I, haven't brought, I haven't brought any plan trying to chance my arm about things coming in. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it won't be too heavily um, paid out, and it will be more of a bonus. Yeah, I've got absolutely no idea. What do you mean bonus? You think it'll be like spend this amount and get this cash back or bonus? No, no. It, it could, well, I don't know. It's pointless me guessing because I actually don't yeah. know. I don't know. Even. <laughs> I'd like to see some around goals and assists, to be honest. I, I wouldn't like to see it around the current PB matrix. That's fair. That's fair. Um, that's my, the, my uh, old school fantasy football yeah. um, goals of assists mine, really, that, that matter. And maybe and clean sheets, um, even clean sheets for um, defenders. Maybe it could be like an accumulation of points. Well, like an SMDP style thing. Yeah, but I've got no clue what they'll no. do, to be honest. I mean, it could be a series of offers. It could be... It sounds like it's going to be something from what they've said today. Yeah, it does. Uh, Tell me, Lee, before we before we wrap up, what's the people who want to know, what is SOTD's confidence levels in Football Index at the moment on a scale of 1 to 10? I think I was asked this um, huh. a, a few months ago, and I think it's probably about the same, 5. I mean... <clears throat> Now, IP, it's quite weird because now IPDs have gone. gone. I feel what, more confident in one way because I thought there was an issue. Mm. But in another, I'm thinking, oh, it's just another thing where they've not seen that coming. So <laughs> it, sort of weighs, it sort of weighs itself out. So I'm, I'm still where I am. I think yeah, I'm four or five. I, th- so I think I've dropped down a touch. I'm now at a seven. I haven't really sold anything either. I just sort of traded a little bit now and then, but no, nothing in those sort of volumes that um, I've done previously. Um, I don't no, really I'm... trade on days. Otherwise, I've been pretty passive and just, um, just you know, seen some dividends come in and sometimes withdrew them and sometimes bought some players. Um, but I haven't really... Yeah. I've not... I've not been that engaged with it. No, uh, no, I haven't really. But you still, you know, you still when you still watch a game, like, you know, last night I was watching the City game and I got a couple of City players 
Yeah. And, you know, it was more enjoyable because of the index, and that's the thing. Well, and that's... The that's I, yeah, I've and got, I'm, like, one player playing, you know, and I will enjoy... When I get round to get off the phone to you guys, I will watch it, and it is more enjoyable because of the index. 100%. And, and, yeah. I remember so, being on a podcast with Don about a year ago, and we both shared the same thing, like, we'd get up in the middle of the night. This is when the index was open overnight. And, you know, you'd be checking your port at three, four o'clock in the morning. Like, maybe not everyone was to that extent, but... My engagement is like still there, but I'm sorry, in like in like a moderate way. It's just not the extreme yeah. engagement I had before. But it's still much better watching a game, seeing like, oh, is this guy going to win media? Is he on for PB wins? Like, it's still. It, or just watching it's, players. Or just watching players who you might buy. Yeah, like exactly. My mate, my mate um, has got five hundred quid in the index. He only joined up like in November or summer, you know, and uh, he, he's like. Giving me all these players that um, aren't on the index yet, who who, who in the lower leagues because um, he watches quite a lower league football. He's like, are these on yet? Are these on? So like, there's still people out there who's like really keen on this concept. Um, so it's you know it's uh, it's a difficult one. And he asked mm. me about Smith the other day. Should I buy him at one fifty or one forty or whatever he was because he <laughs> liked the look of. And that's what we want to be like. Everyone looking at Smith Rowe the other night playing well and everyone going, oh, let's buy him. Um, and I think that engagement's slightly gone a bit. My yeah. advice to him was, oh, I don't really know. To be do, fair. Do, do you remember like even the Chelsea midfielder, Billy Gilmore, like come on in the FA Cup, looked brilliant, or maybe it was a league game, and everyone's like, oh, he looks, he looks a player. I'm going to buy him. Like just that natural yeah. inclination to see someone good yeah, exactly. and then want to go and <laughs> buy them. That's been broken, that chain. Yeah, and I think that's what they. I think that's probably the. I t- tweeted out about it. I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I think that's the most important aspect that the index needs to get back to, which are these trading, which is not, um, which is trading against each other as users, but not for direct wins. So you know you you're like um, trading because something else happens, like a transfer rumor or a youngster does really well and you're trading the price rather than people actually trading, thinking about direct wins straight away. And I think if the index can, can get that back to that, that's, it will succeed um, um, for definite. And I think that's something they should look at, um, their product teams and things, thinking, mm. hey, can we get all back to that and I think that is really pure engagement because if you've got enough users on the other night and Smith Rose having a brilliant game or Foden last night and people are engaged they will press that buy button it's just getting the amount of people there to buy in volume and the amount of and the amount of actual people doing that and mm. once it starts happening a few times it will happen um, it's just getting back to that stage. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there Agree. you go. Good call. And on that note, Fig, I am off. You're off? I think <laughs> no, we've I mean, got another we're, caller. We're, we're all off. I think we've got another caller. I can't do it. I've got to go do You've bedtime got to go. duties. Yeah, yeah. Right. Eight was my cutoff. I just stayed right. in for Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chat soon, Lee. Thank you so much for yeah. getting on, Lee. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, uh, an excellent episode. Oh, just world class. And fi- pe- look, I'm I'm going to badger you to do these more frequently mm. because it's the novelty, uh, though. People aren't going to call in every week. 
We're not talking. I think sport. they would. I honestly think you, you, you act like you, you act like we've got millions of listeners. And look, granted, listen, we've got we've got tens listen, of thousands, which is awesome. But... We could easily get six callers a week over blind callers, even joke like you know. Th- there's enough people out there that want to chat to me and that would ring up and say, "Do you see the game last night?" What about me? Well, I can't. I can't well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been. This is these. Are the, because these are the favourite shows because like talk to Futures talk to Mel talk to SOTD what's like, Mel this... was it even Mel well I don't know but talk to people that have got opinions that want to share things that yeah. are passionate about the product otherwise it's just kind of it's hard at the moment because I don't have massive engagement from it so I like to sort of bounce off the callers as opposed to talk myself but um, anyway we shall see that's a debate for behind the scenes alright well thank you very much everyone for listening hope you guys enjoyed it uh, prank calls or not <laughs> we'll have more big cast extra for you next week thank you everyone for listening for 50 episodes when me and Panda started this we didn't really know where it was going it was no, uh, still don't. almost a drunken decision <laughs> at a bar one night we were like yeah go on go on then why not and then uh, here we are so uh, yeah. thank you very much for all the support leave us a review if you guys do enjoy oh bloody hell we've got two callers who are these people um, anyway we, we can't do them we can't no. talk Too next many. week to them. next time next time <laughs> thank you very much everyone have a great day bye